To my listeners in the United States and around the world, welcome to We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me on this Monday, April 26, 2021. This is episode 478, give or take my math. Listening to a little garage band that I made again. It's fun. I, I really I really like making beats. It's a little funky. This has kind of got that berry white sound to it. Funky sounding. Burr, it is chilly here in central New York. Chilly. For April, it is 36 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 25 degrees Fahrenheit. Highs are only going to be about 45 degrees. Winds are out of the northwest right now at 15 miles per hour. Chilly. Supposed to be sunny tomorrow with maybe the high about 61. We'll see though. I'm right on the lake shores of Lake Ontario. And then we have looks like three days of rain. Ugh. April showers bring May flowers. I'm trying to be optimistic. Alrighty, my friends. Stick around when we come back. We'll dive into our quote and much, much more. We'll be right back. All right, here's our quote to start us off for Monday morning. Your assumptions are your windows on the world. Scrum them off every once in a while or the light won't come in. Alan Alda. I feel like as soon as I just said that, I had a deja vu that I maybe have used this quote before on this podcast, but that's okay. I want to read it one more time. Your assumptions are your windows on the world. Scrub them off every once in a while or the light won't come in. Alan Alda. And I'll tell you what, it's so easy to make assumptions and you know what they say about making assumptions. But boy, it is easy to do that. And uh, you can take just an example of a witnesses of somebody watching something that's happening and it depends on where they're standing in the perspective the angle that they're at of what it is that they perceived and then what their assumption is of what happened so we have to scrub those off once in a while all right that was our quote for today it's also uh yesterday was anzac day uh yesterday and it's observed today in australia and new zealand New Zealand. It's a national day of remembrance in Australia and in New Zealand that broadly commemorates all Australians and New Zealanders who served and died in all wars, conflicts, and peacekeeping operations. And the contribute contribute and the contribution <laughs> contribution, oh my goodness, and suffering for all those who have served. Anzac Day. I never have heard of that. And I thought that uh, I saw it on my calendar this morning. My calendar said that it was Anzac Day was observed today and yesterday was that and I have listeners that are in Australia and friends that are in Australia. So I wanted to uh, say that. 
if I could spit it out, I had a hard time with, um, man, I do that, don't I? That's all right. Speaking of having a hard time, I started a painting. I, if you follow the show, you know I've been painting quite a bit lately, and it's got the best of me. And I decided to pack it up, put it away, and maybe pull it out again at another later date. It's not fun. I'm not enjoying it. And when I paint, I want to enjoy the process. I want to enjoy everything that's happening with it. Um, when I painted the lighthouse and I the birdhouse, the two paintings I did, I, that's all I thought about doing is as soon as I painted an area, I wanted it to dry so I could jump right back onto the painting and finish it. And with this painting that I'm working on, it's Galloping Horses, and it is extremely, extremely challenging, and it's just not fun. I'm not enjoying it, and so since I'm not enjoying it, I just decided to put it aside and do that. That's what happens to me, though, with, you know, bipolar, with anything, anybody can do this, but with me, I get fixated on certain things, and then I'll put all into it, and then I'll have so much interest into it, and then I'll, next thing you know, I'll lose all interest and then nothing will help get me out of it or whatever it might be. But I'll go into a, like a mania and I'll just put everything into it. Hence my shoulder. If you follow the show, knowing that I really kind of screwed up my shoulder from overdoing it on the push-ups because what was happening is I was kind of in a mania and I'm starting to do 10 push-ups and then 20 and then more and then I'm doing them every day and then I'm good doing 250 push-ups a day every day or more and non-stop not letting my body rest and the next thing you know it it's like boom smacks me and today's like really the first day that it's feeling almost completely better and it's been that it's been over a week we did go to a float and I thought the float was going to help but during the float, my shoulder was really hurting. So my wife has been really helping though, and giving it a deep massage and stuff like that, and then putting patches, those um, salon paws patches on it and stuff with lidocaine, and that seems to help some. But today is the first day that it seems to be feeling a little bit better. I still have some, but it's not so far down in my scapula anymore. And what I've done is I've just really given my body a break of push-ups. I did um, maybe only 50 yesterday, and then just going to give my body a break. All right, speaking of a break, let's take one. We'll be right back. And we're back. So this podcast is perfectly imperfect, and I make a lot of mistakes. And the other day... Um, I made a mistake and I fixed it. It was about, and it seems so stupid and so trivial, but I, it, this is the way my brain works. And, uh, my wife was listening to the pot, my pot, my latest podcast. And I was talking about when my mom was home, having these things at a famous fish place called Rudy's having these things called Texas hots, where it's a hot dog with hot sauce on it and, onions and mustard and um 
it's just not hot sauce, like a, a hot meat sauce on it. And I said the name of the hot dog was Coleman's hot dog. And then I realized that, no, it's not a Coleman hot dog. It's a Hoffman hot dog served at Coleman's is what I said. So when my wife was listening to that podcast, I overheard from her. And all of a sudden I heard that I said that I corrected myself with Hoffman hot dogs that they were served at Coleman's. Well, I made a mistake there too. Hoffman hot dogs are served at a place called Hyde's in Liverpool, New York, not Coleman's, which is in Syracuse, New York, and Coleman's is an Irish pub slash restaurant. So how I got all wound up and all confused and all that kind of stuff is behind me. And the reason why I'm fixing it is because I want it, like I said, if you ever visit Central New York, I don't want you to say, hey, I need to go get me a Hoffman hot dog at Coleman's. People are going to be like, the only thing you're going to get at Coleman's is beer and some Irish food. What's interesting is that Coleman's, though, it's on a place called Tipperary Hill in Syracuse, New York. I believe it's the only light in the United States where the street light is where the green is on top. You know when you come to a street light and it's red, yellow, then green? In Syracuse on Tip Hill, the street is green, then yellow, then red. And it's all an Irish area. And they said because green always has to be on top. And so I'm I'm pretty sure that's the only place in America that has the street light like that. And it's it's throws you off when you first see it because you've looked at a street light your whole life a certain way and then um you look at this one and it's it's all backwards uh i get to talk to my therapist this morning that'll be nice talking to you is therapy it really is but uh i'll be able to talk to him he had to reschedule with me which i told you has happened to me more than once with him but i don't want to I don't want to get a new therapist or anything like that because I have a good rapport with him and things happen with him. He's got his own life and things happen. Jumping topics. I haven't used our new grill yet. If you follow the show, you know I, I got a new grill. I had a big grill fiasco from the grill I bought last year and it would, turned out to be a lemon. Didn't work properly and was able to replace it not for a full refund but was able to still replace it without a sharp stick in the eye so i got something for it but all i've done was fired it up to burn off all the new stuff but i haven't made anything in it it's just been too kind of chilly then we were off pup sitting like i told you i wanted to today um, make burgers as soon as I said that, my stomach just growled. I don't know if you just heard that, but my belly, I'm hungry. I wanted to make burgers today, but it's just going to be 45. It's, that's chilly, just too cold. So tomorrow, I'm thinking of firing up the grill, putting a little shrimp on the bobby for my friends in Australia, and, uh, and then get my lawn done because we've got three days of rain coming, like I said. Stick around when we come back. We're going to learn some stuff, and then I want to tell you about uh, 
upcoming gift that I have coming who uh, from a company that I've talked about before. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Thank you so much. So if you follow the show, which I hope you do, and subscribe, that would be groovy. There's a company that I talked about called Oklahoma Smokes, which are all natural, tobacco-free hemp cigarettes with a little bit of CBD in them. And there's no marijuana, but they're hemp. And no additives, no preservative, no nothing like that. And they sent me a pack to try, and I really liked them, and they helped me quit smoking. And then I had a weak moment, fell off the wagon, and started smoking again, and I hate that habit. Is I'm in the best shape I've ever been in in my life. I'm trying to get in this shape for scuba diving, hence me doing all these push-ups and everything. And I can't kick this nasty habit. And so... Um, they contacted me not that long ago and asked me what I thought of their cigarettes. And they're not even really cigarettes. They're, they call them smokes. And I said, I really enjoyed them. Um, asked them, hey, would you be willing to send me another pack? And what I'll do is I'll smoke one while I'm podcasting and give my feedback on it. And they said, we would d definitely do that. So they're sending me a pack and these packs are uh, $15.99 a pack $15.99 a pack and if you're like well that's more expensive than smoking yeah it is but smoking in the long run is more money health wise so um, when I was using those Oklahoma smokes they helped me because that fixation of going hand to mouth with the cigarette and having something in between your fingers, those Oklahoma smokes did it and having the hemp in them helped as well. So when they come in the mail, I will be firing up one of those. And the cool thing about those is like, I don't smoke in the house. I smoke outside and um, I don't smoke in cars or in the house or anything. It's disgusting. I hate smoking as it is. But with these Oklahoma smokes, they don't smell because they're not um, tobacco. If anything, they smell a little bit like marijuana when they're burning, which is a fine thing to me. It doesn't bother me. And so um, I can fire it up and burn it right in the house without any problems. All right, let's learn something. I'm just kind of rambling. And uh, you've all heard this. Hobbiter over here, biggity diggity dum. Hobbiter over there, who da 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 bid da dollar. Yep. <laughs> We've all heard that. What is that? If you've been to an auction or seen auction programs on TV, you've asked yourself, what are auctioneers saying and why are they talking so fast? I originally thought it was because the faster they talked, it was the faster an item was sold. That's not true, though. Evidence is not backing that. What they did find is it keeps the bidding alive and interesting because people would lose interest if it was slow and boring. So I hope my podcast is not slow and boring to you. Um, and it's weird how they do that because an example is what they, they use is they'll put words together. So 
will you give equals I'll you give, I'll you give, instead of will you give. So it's along the lines of we're going to talk about instead of saying gonna, we say gonna instead of saying going to. But the auctioneers do that with all their words. You know how when you say I'm gonna go there instead of I'm going to go there? Well, we're kind of doing what an auctioneer talks about. So that was from the fact site. And that was just kind of a quick fact, not so much fact, but why do auctioneers talk so quick? And it's really just to keep, keep it interesting and keep, keep it kind of fun and Hi, better go, hi, better go, here, 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 and a high, he better go. Who would a high go better? Yeah, sold. <laughs> Stick around, when we come back, we'll get into some more nonsense. I'll be right back. And we're back, magically, like that. So if you're in upstate New York, central New York, I should say, Liverpool area, as long as COVID hasn't shut it down, it's hides where you can get yourself a Hoffman hot dog. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of correcting history, since I had to correct that history of my mistake of last time, let's head on over to the History Channel's website and find out what happened this day of history. And in 1954, the polio vaccine trial begins on this day in 1954. And, uh... Polio just killed so many people, struck so many children. So, yeah, the polio vaccine today on this date. What else? I'm just going to scroll. We got some ads. Scroll on to the next one. Um, 1986 Natural Disasters and Environment Test Triggers Nuclear Disaster at Chernobyl. Whoa, yeah, we know, remember about that. 1937, Nazis test new Air Force Luftwaffers on Bosque, town of Grenica, if I said that right, and I'm sure I didn't. Luftwaffers were a type of plane, and I, I just butchered that. 1984, President Reagan visits China any of these like i said you can open up go to history channel's website and open them up and learn a little bit more westward expansion 1798 mountain man jack buckworth is born never heard of jack buckworth mountain man have just now i have heard of this in art literature and film history in 1977 the famous studio 54 opens in new york city yeah, Studio 54. So many famous people partied there. A lot of cocaine, I'm sure, went through that building. Not sure, yeah, positive went through that place. That was, that was the party spot. 1986, Maria Shriver marries Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow, that was way back in 1986? Ah, oh, man. Um... What else do we have? 1865, Lincoln assassin John Wilkes Booth dies. John Wilkes, good riddance. And then World War I, 1915, 
LSN Treaty of London. That's all on this day of history. Sorry I struggled a little bit with some of the pronunciation. If you follow the show, you know that happens sometimes. It's kind of, uh, like I said, perfectly imperfect podcast. Stick around, we'll be right back. I gotta, maybe I should get something to eat. If you keep my hair, hair in my belly, I apologize for that. I'm hungry. I'll be right back. We came in hot. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for your time. I know I say this all the time, but it, it's so true. It's the most valuable gift you could ever give me is your time. So thank you for that. Please tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. That's one of the ways that it gains wheels. More people know about it and are gonna enjoy it just like you are. Also, head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. That's where you can reach me, you can contact me leave a little voicemail on the show. I can play it right here on the podcast. Give me some feedback, anything like that. I put up some pictures this morning. Um, it's just a place, a landing page, WLOAP.com. And I guess that's going to wrap us up. As always, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. And remember, your assumptions are your windows on the world. Scrub them off every once in a while, or the light won't come in. Alan Alda. Peace, my friends.